1: Welcome to 755 is Real, presented by Tops. Check out Tops Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Tops baseball cards. Welcome back to 755 is Real. I'm David O'Brien, Braves writer for The Athletic. And I'm with my co-host, Eric O'Flaherty, former Braves reliever. What's going on, Eric?
2: We're back again.
1: Yeah. Uh, is this the third one in 12 hours or what? Yep. Nothing's happened since the last one other than the roster's been set, so... There's nothing new to talk about other than the roster's been set, and there were two changes on the roster that are very inconsequential. Johan Camargo was on the roster. Terrence Gore, pinch runner who got in one game in uh, Milwaukee, is out. Terrence Gore did enough to get a ring if the Braves were to win the World Series, though. I don't know how much of a share he'd get, (laughs) but he did not play in one regular season game. He pinch ran in one playoff game.
2: Well, I mean, normally the rule is if you step foot on the field or you're on the – active roster in the playoffs. You normally get a full share. So it's a nice break for him.
1: That's good. That's good uh, work. If you can get it. Yeah. What would that would be like triple? What he's made in uh, minor leagues this all season.
2: Uh, he's a vet. So he's probably making <laughs> double. Yeah. It'd be about double
1: <laughs> for you know, the guys. Right? <laughs> the
2: guys it's really big for are like, you know, Rob Smith, the video yeah, guy, the
1: clubbies and all that. And the Walk, clubbies. Yeah.
2: Clubbies, people making, you know, they're just basically surviving off the of tips. And then you go deep in the playoffs, they get a hundred, two dollars check.
1: Yeah. Some of these guys can literally double, triple their entire salary. And they work a lot of hours. Clubs yeah. and everything work 100-hour weeks like it's nothing.
2: Yeah. They grind. And that's that's why they work so hard is because they know if right they stick around long enough to be on a team that's on a run like this or they go to the playoffs four or five years in a row. Right. Life-changing
1: money. Yeah, and it's why the good ones make a lot better money than the bad ones because the good ones get good tips from the players.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That ones
1: don't really last that long. But the good ones you see with these teams forever, and you think, why would a guy be a clubby for 20 years? It's like, well, if you're really good at it, you can make money because the players, the same players will tip you well, man.
2: Oh, so I've seen – I think Jay Buhner gave a clubby a car one spring. Didn't want to ship his forerunner home or deal with it, so he just gave it to a clubby. Wow. <laughs> I mean, just random shit happens like that, but –
1: that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've known uh one of the clubbies for the Marlins, Rock Hughes, Gary Hughes' son. He's been clubby since day one with the Marlins, since they started the franchise. He's a grown man with kids now. He was a kid then. Yep. That's just been his career. Yeah, and a lot he's of them start a job of it. A lot of them
2: start as bad boys and they just stick around and,
1: and he's and great at it. Rock's great at it. Rock's but he's great. made a pretty good living at it.
2: Yeah.
1: You know? Yep. Um, so yeah, so very little changes with the roster. Uh, a lot of people asking about Solaire. Um, uh, there is no timeline for Solaire and people that say, and to trying to give you one about, uh, he has to pass two positive tests. They're giving you the protocols that existed during earlier during spring training and all that protocols changed for the now for vaccinated and unvaccinated players that started with the postseason. Um, He's going to have to he he has continued to test positive by the way and he'll have to test negative and then it'll go before the the uh, joint committee the MLB MLBPA joint committee which also has two independent doctors and then they'll have to clear him once he does test negative so there's no timeline it could be I mean we saw how long it took t- uh uh Freddy when he was sick with covid you know you, you know and when uh and when uh, Will Smith had covid and missed all of spring training I mean you just don't know some guys are asymptomatic, never show symptoms, but they just don't test positive. They don't test negative. So, and, you know, if guys were vaccinated, which most of the Braves are, a lot of them, over 85% have been for a long time. And I think it's probably about 95 now. But if you're vaccinated, you're not getting tested. You know, they don't test them hardly at all. Uh, and, but if you're not vaccinated, you're getting tested every day. Every day. So, yeah, during the postseason. So
2: do you think it's if you show symptoms, they would test you? And obviously, if you're not
1: vaccinated. Yeah. Okay. If you're vaccinated, they'll test you if you show symptoms. But if you're not, then uh, I'm not sure how often, but it's not very often at all that they're tested anymore if you're vaccinated. But unvaccinated players are getting tested every day. So some of them are going to get popped, you know, whether they're symptomatic or not. So it really behooves them to be vaccinated. Jeez. So anyway. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, that thing started. That's why uh, – uh, and and all the staffers, non-players, because players are governed by the union, but non-players like coaches, uh, PR people, everybody else has to be vaccinated or they can't be on the field in the clubhouse during the postseason. So, but the union did not allow all players – did not force players to be vaccinated. Right.
2: Yeah, that, the, that. I guess the only thing that trips me out is when Will – I guess Will Smith was going – Negative, positive, negative on some of his tests last year. Trying to come back, right?
1: And that again, that was different protocols. That's when they had to do two negatives okay. in a row because Freddie couldn't do it either. He kept
2: so he needs one, and then they'll evaluate him. That's my so understanding.
1: Okay. That's my understanding. But well, I'm not that, sure I if mean... it's one or not. But uh, it's not the old once you test twice negative, boom. All right, you're in. They still have to be cleared by the committee. So
2: there's no, there's no, there's no way to know what.
1: No, no. Yeah. He's going to be out from, from out day one once they said he was out. I was told by somebody with the team that they expected him to be out at least 10 days because he tested Damn. positive, and he has continued to test positive. So,
2: Damn, least, that sucks. So, yeah. He's a big piece.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh, I would think Dansby continues to hit leadoff. That, that, I asked Snit, and he said that was the most likely scenario. Probably makes the most sense. Maybe they adjust that with one matchup or so, but for the most part, I think Dansby's probably going to be the leadoff guy. Um, so, you know, it obviously you don't have that thump, that that threat to go deep that when he steps into box like uh, like Soler gave you. But uh, their hope would be that if they do advance, he'd be back. You know, and the the other thing is, say he's ready. Um, say he's ready five days from now. Say he's ready for Game Five of the NLCS. Well, he will not have done anything since the last one, except anything he does on his own, but he can't work out with the team. He Ooh. can't be around the team at all. So if he's ready, there's no guarantee that if he's ready at game five, they go, okay, what have you done for the last 10 days? Well, I've lifted weights and ran. There's no guarantee they're going to throw him right in because he can't like take batting practice with the team. He's got to stay in shape and do whatever with by, on his own.
2: So he's got to go to a high school field and hit do and something. run outside and all that. Yeah, right. that, that's true. I mean, it's, it's always hard, even if you, you know, guys go and they have a kid or something like that, when you haven't been able to be on the field moving and doing that stuff, it takes a day or two to shake it. And I don't know. I mean, I've this late in the year, he's gotten enough reps and I'd feel fine throwing him back out there. But yeah, that's a right. that's a legit concern. I mean, what's what's Especially happened during the. Especially break. if it
1: goes like 10, 12 days, you know?
2: 10 or 12, you know, if it was four or five. Right. Because sometimes, you know, you got the all-star break guys don't do anything. Right. Maybe they hit the day before you activate them. You could probably get them a workout, but 10 days is a long time. You feel like yeah. you've never played baseball before.
1: Because even if there's three days between playoff series, that team has workouts because they don't want guys just doing nothing. Eric, let's hear from today's sponsors.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone?
1: We gotta we got a rematch of last year's LCS, but I think the Braves, even though they were in control of that thing last year, up 2-0 and up 3-1, they didn't go into it thinking they, you know, they had a great chance to win. They kind of shocked everybody with the pitching they were getting, which was they had no idea what they're gonna get from those rookies, and they all stepped up along with Freed. But they had Freed and three rookies in their starting rotation. So there were expectations were not high. I mean, they swept the Reds and they swept the Marlins, but the Dodgers were an entirely different animal. They get out to that lead and it's like whoa, but then kind of reality hit and they had some bu- the, some blunders on the bases, stuff that they could not. They had to be, play perfect games really to, to close out yeah. the Dodgers, and they couldn't do it. They go into this series feeling entirely different. The Braves think they have a real shot to win this thing because the yeah. starting rotation, basically the the three guys. I've argued that there are three guys to me, with Kershaw out, with Scherzer questionable for Game One. They might push him back because he pitched on short rest a couple of days ago, and when he closed that game out in the Game Five of the NLDS. Um, I would argue that the Braves three threesome since the beginning of August, and and Ian Anderson in his last three starts, are are as good or better than the Dodgers three. I mean, yeah. I, when you look at what Freed has done. Since August, he's been the best starter in the majors. Statistically, he's been the best. Lowest ERA since the All-Star break. But since August 1st, he's been off the charts good. Yeah. When you look at Charlie's pedigree in the postseason and what he's done in the second half, and then when you look at Ian Anderson's last three starts when he's looked like himself again, uh, plus his, I mean, in the postseason, this kid has been tremendous. Five postseason yes. games is ERA's mid, uh, well below one. And four of those five starts, he's given up no, no, no runs.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can go, you know how you'd match it up. I I think I'd want to have Freed against Serger and then Charlie against Bueller and Anderson again, you know, Urias is the guy that scares me. I, I, he's way better than I thought he was, yeah. you know, early on in his career. I thought he was just, you know, he had a really good arm and really good stuff. Maybe got too amped up out there, but. What he's done the past couple post seasons, and and seeing some of his starts during the season, I knew he had the stuff. But he's got the balls to it. He can pitch.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's like, I couldn't believe when I saw the numbers. He's just like twenty five and three with a two something ERA since the beginning of last postseason. Yeah, I mean statistically, he was better than almost all the Dodger pitchers. Yeah, the ones that get all the accord, the key acclaim.
2: And he's ready to go. They could throw him in the. They could put him in the sixth inning, and he'll throw five out of the pen. Like he's he's a real weapon for them. That that I don't I don't like.
1: Yeah. Um, well, the Braves are going with. They're going to start out with uh, uh, Max in Game One because Charlie came back and pitched on short rests in Game.
3: Yeah, that's uh, smart.
1: Four of the division series, and they might push Charlie to Game Three, give him an extra, give him some extra rest because he came on short rests in his last one. I like the idea of that because I like Ian Anderson pitching in game two and Charlie pitching in game three in that cauldron of Dodger Stadium because it's not going to affect Charlie at all. It probably won't no. affect Ian either, but we know it won't affect Charlie. He's pitching yeah. in every postseason environment and and thrived. And then if the series were to go ge- seven games, if Charlie goes in game three, he'd be on regular rest in game seven. You have your bullpen game in game four. Then you go free Ian, Charlie again. Yeah. So we'll see. Smith did not make it official yet, but I, I'm I'm expecting Ian Anderson to start Game Two and Charlie to get extra rest. But we'll find out shortly. We're going to find out this afternoon on that one. Um, Dodgers haven't even made it official yet. Who's starting Game One? He's the the manager is really kind of enjoying the the the, uh, the way that MLB does not force them to name starter the day before because he's done this now. He he sprung that on the Giants and announced that Urias would not be starting game five when everybody thought he was going to. And instead they went with a reliever and brought a Urias in like in the third inning or whatever it was just to screw with the giants platoon players. But he hasn't even announced his starter for tonight. I mean, you know, it it could be Scherzer, but he's going to be a real short rest after closing that game. Could be Bueller, Could be a lot. Could be a bullpen game. I mean, by the time this comes out, we're probably going to know, obviously. But he going into this four hours before the game, the Braves still did yeah. not know.
2: That's weird. I, I mean, I guess if the only reason I could see them not doing it, especially for game one, is if they're waiting to see how Scherzer feels today. You know, because he, right. he did just pitch a night two nights ago.
1: Well, they were going to um, see yesterday on that, but they still didn't announce it.
2: Yeah, but they could, you know, if it's up in the air. But they're probably just, yeah, doing what you're talking about, which I don't know. I mean, it, it might affect the Braves in a little way, but they run a pretty consistent lineup out there.
1: Yeah, Maybe a yeah they do. Guy, whether Unlike you start. the Giants, yeah. They're yeah. not like the Giants. Yeah, It's not going to affect the Braves like it would the Giants, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they play almost the same players every yeah. game. Yeah, so – but it's just like if he does this, what's to stop other teams from start doing this? you just name your playoff starter at the last minute when they have to walk into the
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. whoever walks out of the pool. bullpen door. <laughs> right, right. Literally, I
1: mean, what? Not five hours, but how many hours are we told this thing starts? Uh, I don't even know what. It, what is it? Eight o'clock tonight. So eight hours, seven and a half hours. But anyway, so we don't know. Um, but uh, it could be Scherzer. It could be a pin game. They could start Builder, but I think he's going to go in game two. Yeah. Yeah, So, and then you got Urias in Game Three. So, but regardless, I like the Braves. uh, I like the Braves' big three against anybody, including the Dodgers. But I think where the Dodgers have a real advantage, obviously, is their bullpen. It's just so stacked, man. It is filthy arms in that that pen, and a lot of them. All of them. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's they start with Joe Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. Gratterall throws 103, and it looks like he's playing catch. That I don't training, understand
1: Gratterall. Nobody how, does. How he does it. And how long, is, how long is his arm going to last doing that, throwing like that?
2: I would think longer than throwing with everything he's got because it looks like he's just playing catch. But he is throwing. It looks like he's, it's a pretty army delivery, but I got him as a guy that could just walk up to a car and flip it over. Yeah. You know, if, if he got mad. <laughs> like, just just brutally strong. And yeah. It, you watch him throw. if. If you showed his clip to somebody without a radar gun and that didn't know who he was, they'd think he was throwing ninety-one, ninety-two.
1: Yeah, and
2: then one hundred three would pop up on that scoreboard. Um, but they got Jansen's kind of turned it around too. You know, I know. Yes, he, he's kind of one of those guys. He's kind of in that Will Smith category where the fans um, don't don't always trust him, but he's been on a hot streak. You know, he makes adjustments here and there. He just kind of goes through lulls where he doesn't have it and he's not throwing with the same velocity. So when he loses some of the life on the cutter, he becomes pretty hittable. But he's mixing that curveball in now a lot more than he was in the past. And he's he's been on a run.
1: He finished great. I mean, pitch if the Braves could have ran into him in July, I think it was July, he blew three straight saves. It's like, yeah. what happened? Jesus, yeah. I don't even know how you built three straight saves and gave up a lot of runs in that yeah. in those three games. But yeah, he's pitched great. He's looked like the old Kenley here down the stretch. So
2: Trinan is just it's, it's fake.
1: Just, Trinan is ridiculous. I mean, he's Trinan, fake. Gratterall, Kelly, Trinan the 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 overlay
2: it's the overlay stupid. on
1: his pitches is like oh my god.
2: I don't know. He's a creative player. Like if you could create a reliever to to bring in on a video game that your buddy can't hit, you'd make him. And and every the movements ninety nine out of hundred. Everything's maxed out. I don't know how he ever gives up a run. Yeah. I don't know how anybody can hit the stuff he's throwing up there.
1: He was the only pitcher, the major league pitcher, with uh, more holds this year than Luke, by the way. Yeah, like One or two more. Yeah, the last time I looked, he was the only one with more holds than Luke Jackson. So, I love the brace pin, three deep, four deep. Now, with Mentor, Mentor looked really good in the Milwaukee series. Mentor looked so, good. With Mentor pitching like that, I like him four deep. I like, you know, I love Luke and uh, Matsik. Setting up Will Smith, who's pitched great in his last eight. He's converted his last eight and pitched really well. So if he's on a roll with that slider, you know what he can do. And Mentor, I mean Mentor, struck out three out of the four in that last appearance against the Brewers. So, but it's just after that, such a fall off. And so, but as long as your starters are giving you six innings, Braves are solid. Yeah, it's just if somebody has a bad start and they have to pull them in third or fourth inning, then you're gonna be in trouble.
2: Yeah, and the Dodgers have ridden their pen hard. You know, I mean, it's, that's not going to catch yeah. up to you round one. But if you start, if they go with a bullpen game today, I mean, it could catch up with them games five, six, seven. Because I mean, yeah. every game, my training's either throwing or warming up every time I turn on the Dodgers game after the fifth inning. Yeah. You know, I, I think he's a big durable dude. But they've they've ridden everybody in that pen pretty hard, so that could be good for the Braves because, you know, well, I mean, they've gone to their guys too. You know. And you you get into a seven game series, you start seeing those relievers over and over and over. Um, pens pens stack up pretty good. I think the Dodgers is a little little deeper.
1: Yeah, it's deeper, man. Um, yeah. But uh, lineup wise, I mean, people people that just you know off the top of their head without looking at breaking it down, they just yep. assume the Dodgers are so deep and everything. Well, Bellinger's been horseshit. I mean, yep. he's had a terrible year. Muncie's out for the series. Yeah. If Muncie was healthy, that's it's a 30 different. home, 38-home run guy. Yeah. That's different. But if you just look at it with what they've got and how they're playing, their lineup is not I don't see that 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 it's better than the Braves. I mean, it's both of them are really good. But uh if you look at it, catcher, they got Will Smith against Darno.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: Will Smith's better, obviously, offensively. Darno, when he's hitting is a lot better than the numbers his overall numbers indicate because he missed out three months went through about a month's, uh, lull when he got back. But if he's hitting,
2: I mean, he's pretty good.
1: Yeah. But Will Smith's advantage there. First base, Freddie Freeman, obviously is a lot better than what the uh, Dodgers are running out there (laughs) with Muncie hurt, you know? Um, uh, what? If you go down shortstop,
2: Seeger's a stud.
1: Seager's a stud. Uh, Trey Turner, stud. Stud.
2: <laughs> and he kills the Braves.
1: He's stud. Third it, base. I like. I like Riley over Turner. Yeah. The way Riley. The season he's had. I like Riley over Turner. Ozzy. I mean, he's. He,
2: Ozzie's good, man. <laughs> Ozzy's <laughs> I mean, damn good. Turner's a great player, but he's you know, there's not a lot of second basemen that are beating Ozzy by much. Huh. You know, he, he might be, but
1: he might be because he's the but, be, he might be the best, but those are two of the best five. But, in but you're right
2: there with him at every position so right. far and better at first.
1: Uh in the outfield, Duvall offensively, the season he's had. Strong. Yeah. Uh Soler's absence hurts you, obviously. Heredia, yeah. that's a big drop off. Big drop off. Um, I like Rosario matchups, especially platoon
2: big at bats too.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you just look at it, it's not a clear cut, overwhelming advantage, uh, to the Dodgers certainly. And I would say that the Braves with how much better they are at a couple of positions, it's a pretty close matchup. I think,
2: you know what? I think the big difference is watching the Dodgers this year versus last year And granted Bellinger got a big hit, but. Kike Hernandez and Jock Peterson aren't there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those guys don't, when you're and they, analyzing. And Jock
1: is there with the Braves.
2: <laughs> yep. And, That's huge. When you're analyzing a series, you know, you even after it's over, you know, if you just looked at the numbers on paper, maybe Jock or. Kike's going off right now for the Red Sox. But yep. th- those are two guys that I felt like every postseason I watched the Dodgers play. Random huge hits. Yeah. You know, like it's when the team needed them, you're, you're down by three or something like that. And Jock comes up and hits a two run homer that that maybe doesn't get all the credit, but you know what I mean? Same with Kike. It was like just random, you know, doubling the gap that you needed bad. You know, maybe he didn't hit 400 for the series, but these random huge hits they were getting off their bench or for, for, from more, you know, I guess more role player type of guys. Um, not having those two guys for me. That get those those huge knocks for him and missing Muncie, they're not the same offense.
1: No, and they're not. You can't just plug in guys that continue to, to give you that huge offense. They're not as no. deep with the injuries they have. And Jocktober shifts to the Braves. Yeah, I mean Dave Roberts said it himself yesterday. Tober yeah. is real.
2: He's going to want to hurt him too.
1: Yes, he is, and he went out there at Dodger Stadium and hit that home run. I mean, he's he steps up in these moments. The yep. this guy wants these moments, man.
2: Yeah, and so does Kike. So they got two guys that for me were coming up in those moments, wanted to be there and just had that knack to get it done. Um, not on their team this year. And missing Muncie, I, I feel like it's it's not as scary as an offense as it was in the past. No, and, and
1: missing it, Bellinger for all intents and purposes, because he's a shell of what he was. I know yeah. he had the big hit the other night, but come on, look at his numbers. Yeah, he's had a terrible year.
2: Yeah. But he can, you know, that's the crazy thing too, is he gets that knock and it's almost like
1: but it wasn't a home run. It wasn't like you hit ball five hundred yeah. feet.
2: But it was a big knock. Yeah, it was a big knock. I mean that just it's almost like, you know, that's what's great for players is you can have a shitty season. You could yeah. suck all year, and if you get some big knocks in the playoffs, you're the yeah. man again.
1: Guys, let's take a quick break and then we'll finish up the show.
3: The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I went out on a limb. The, uh, we had all a, a bunch of people at the uh, Athletic pick, pick these series, and I was the only one who picked the Braves other than C. Trent and Rosecrans Cres- Rose for the Reds rider, and he admitted he kind of did it uh, as a Costanza approach. It's like, okay, I know this looks like it's going to happen, so I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> so I really was the only one to pick the Braves. But I, I just don't think it's that it's radical to pick them in this. I know everybody's so – the Dodgers are the team that goes every year. They go to the World yeah. Series. They won it last year. But I just don't think this is as scary a Dodger team as last year because the the pitching is not quite as deep starting-wise. You don't have Kershaw. You don't have Bueller. You know, you, uh, you, know, you added Scherzer, of course, but – you know, he just pitched, and the Braves are not scared of Scherzer. They faced him so no. many times, and they've hit him several times. Yeah, he's not going to scare them the way he does some teams, I and mean, he's great—the right. best pitcher of the generation, you could argue. But the Braves, he's no—he doesn't have that mystique for the Braves because they faced him so many times with the Nationals. Yeah, it was routine to run up against him.
2: Yeah, and, that and they helps. had some
1: good games against him.
2: Yeah, and that helps a lot. I haven't seen him.
1: Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of connections between the two teams, man. Uh, I uh, Obviously, the Braves need guys like Will Smith to keep doing what they're doing because if Will Smith shits the bed, then that changes well, everything. Well, that, that can be
2: the whole series.
1: Right, right. But I think it's going to be a good series. I really do. I, I'd be surprised if it doesn't go come back here. They, that's
2: That's what they need to happen. They need to get it back to Atlanta, and then I think they can win it for whatever reason they struggle going to going to Dodger Stadium
1: badly, and it's a tough yeah.
2: place to play. It's a tough place to play in the playoffs. Um, yeah. I mean, if Scherzer, Scherzer starts game today, then you don't have to face him at Dodger Stadium. Most likely, that I like that, but it, it's tough going in there. You know, they, if they gotta if they can split here or take both, right. And just find a way to get back to Atlanta. I feel really good about it.
1: Yeah, that's why I, that's why I would like Charlie in Game 3 out there because because this, it's this going to be it so won't affect him. jacked up out there for the first game. Yep. It's going to be really loud, and it won't affect him. I like him in Game 3. But, yeah, they obviously have to win. They have to at least split here. You can't lose these two and expect to even no, get the series back here. Yeah. So, But, I mean, ideally, <laughs> if they could win both the games here, then all they have to do is win one out there.
2: And you're looking good. You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, shit, you could win. You could get swept out there and still get back, but that's not the way you want to do it, obviously. Yeah.
2: But yeah. And there's, you know, there's two ways to look at it. You know, you could. it's the team that's knocked you out a couple of times in the last three years, you know, and they, they've had trouble with them. And you can look at it like, you know, they keep knocking us out or you can look at it like we had them on the ropes last right. year and we're better this year. Right. So, You know, that's how the team's looking at us. We had them on the ropes, and we're better now.
1: And they were better last year than they are this this year, year. in my opinion. And the Braves are better this year. Yeah. They're much deeper now than they were. Yeah, I couldn't
2: decide that whole series who I'd rather face. I think, you know, I wanted them to face the Giants just because it was something different, you know, and I felt like they they played them better during the season. I thought they matched up
1: better with the Giants.
2: Me too, but – it is what it is now. You got to beat the Dodgers, right. and I think you know another way to look at it too is it'll feel better to go through the Dodgers and do oh, this yeah. thing Jesus. versus somebody else taking care of that job for you. I think they got to want to to be the ones that knock the Dodgers out.
1: Man, the vindication, or just the, after yeah. the Dodgers knocked them out twice, and yep, yeah, that would be that would be huge, obviously. Uh, and you'd beat the best team, I and mean, the team that just beat the hundred and seven win team. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So you would, there would be no more questions about the how the the week in L. East or any of that stuff. Yeah, you go into World Series favored, probably. Although the Astros are pretty damn good.
2: I hope it's Boston. It's, it's. I guess too. You know, I'm just, I'm sick of the Astros and the Dodgers. Yep. You know, yep. I'm, I'm kind of found myself this whole postseason just rooting for the teams that haven't been doing it lately.
1: You yep. had the Cheaters Bowl last night, man. Yeah, Stros and the Red Sox. <laughs> Who are you gonna pull for?
2: Uh, I'm pulling for the Red I Sox. I picked the Strohs to
1: win it. I mean, I'd I, I prefer the Red Sox, win, but I pick the Astros. I just think they're too deep, and I think Dusty's destined to do this. I'd I, I pull for Dusty. That's who yeah. I'd pull for. Not the Strohs, but I love that Dusty. That makes it easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. I mean, if it's an Astros-Dodgers World Series, I probably wouldn't even watch it. <laughs> you know, just like this. feel like that's it. You, you've seen them too
3: much.
1: Oh, man. Can you imagine that? the Dodger fans when the Astros go out there, if that's what it is? Yeah, oh, they're, they're they're so welcome. They they'd be so ready to to just berate the Dodgers. I mean the uh, Astros if they go out to L. A. But Braves are going to try to prevent that from happening. Yeah,
2: we didn't even talk about that check swing last two nights ago.
1: That was seriously one of the worst. Uh, I can't b- remember a, mo- a worse call to end a game and to end a series. On that note, that was terrible. You know. <laughs> I mean, he's Just, 0 for 17 against Scherzer with 11 uh, strikeouts, but that doesn't matter. Let us find out. Right. Scherzer you know, could have hit him. He could have drawn a walk.
2: Yeah. He could have hit a ground ball to shortstop and, and you boot anything, it. You know? Anything. But you can't do anything after you get rung up. I mean, yeah. in my mind, that call, if you're the first base ump—and and, and uh, you know, I kind of go against this because I do feel like a lot of times they don't want to end the game on that regular season. Yeah. But I need to see him – Take a monster donkey hack for me to ring him up at first base, and and that big of a series, that whole that team won 107 games to yep. send him home on a check swing, and he didn't go. <laughs> you I, can't do that.
1: And, and you know it usually goes the other way because usually Always. when you look at the replay, it looks like they oh went. god, the guy way you know you can't tell with it with the naked eye, and then they slow it down and oh he clearly went. This was the other way. It looked with the naked eye like he didn't go. Then you see the replay and you go, God, he didn't go at all.
2: Not even close. It wasn't even even didn't go. I think umps a lot of times, you know, they almost get I think that's what happened to Jim Joyce in that perfect game. They almost, you know, they want to have pride and make the right call and prove they're not affected by the crowd or the situation. And it just, you know, I just I make my call no matter no matter what it is. And they almost talked themselves into making the wrong call, you know, wanting to be not necessarily a hero, but wanting to be a good
1: ump and emphatic and, and decisive.
2: Yep. And it's Yes, he I, went.
1: And there he's going, Oh shit, did he go? He's looking at the replay, going, Oh my God. You know, I
2: mean and I bet he felt terrible when he saw that because he just sent a team home. It's it's not it's not a job I'd ever want to do.
1: And as the number but, one critic of because uh, uh, I consider myself as big a critic of replay as anyone, I hate it. I think the game's better without it. But if you're gonna use replay, again, anything. I say use replay whenever it will help you make the right call. Just yeah. use it. That's the rule. We can use it whenever it will help us make the right call. The brace call the other night on that ball that hit the dirt and went in his glove, you use it. You see it? That's not a catch. Even this if one, you could
2: just ask them, like, are you sure? And they'd yes.
1: be like, I might have missed that one. Let's or the check other it. umps could go, hey, why don't we look at this one? You know? Yeah, I think you blew that. And you look at the chat <laughs> and you go, no, he didn't go. Yep. Then we're not talking about this. Just use common sense, man. That's all.
2: Yeah. You're going to have the replay
1: see. system. Make it help the game, not hurt the damn game.
2: Yeah. And just, look, in all honesty, they're, Scherzer's on the mound. They're probably losing that game anyway. But we just, you know, got to find out. But you there, have was to a, see. there was a
1: runner on base. It wasn't like he was just striking out everybody.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. I mean, it's two strikes. I mean, you're probably not making anything happen there. And he's got bad numbers against him. Right but we got to find out you know yeah. i got to see it you got to see that through
1: it's got to be a leave a better taste in your mouth than that you're like that was just, so anticlimactic. you know this terrific nobody game nobody wanted that yeah. amazing game to end on <laughs> that over? call you're like what <laughs> yeah yeah that was
2: bad <laughs> nobody yeah. would have complained even if he, even if he did go and right. didn't call it nobody would have
1: complained i tell you what the manager of the year in the nl gabe kapler handled that great i can't man i i can't imagine handling it as well as he did you know, there's nothing like, you can do. It was a bad. He goes, I, I, he didn't go, but that's not why we lost this game. There were several yeah. other things happened in the game. I just thought he handled it really well. He's handled it everything did. well this year, man. I hated the guy in Philly. He's been terrific this year. He's going to be unanimous manager of the year. If he's not, I want to know. I want to hear the justification from whoever didn't vote for him. Still have a chance too only. for me. Because it's regular season only the manager of the year. So it doesn't yeah. matter what happens in the playoffs. Those votes had to be in before the playoffs began. So.
2: Cool was shocker, won it and got
1: canned. <laughs> that was a shocker. Been to the playoffs. What? Four straight years. Yeah. Yeah. That Philo- was a shocker. Philosophical differences. I was standing. Now uh, we were standing in the dugout on the workout day, talking to Alex Anthopoulos when that came over the wire and everybody was like, what? And Anthopoulos <laughs> has his phone. He shows Snit. He goes, Schilt got, got fired or whatever. And Snit was like, what? Snit's like, whoa. I mean, everybody was shocked. I mean, you know, everybody's immediately thinking, oh, something happened. He had a fight with somebody, uh, you know. For sure.
2: You know? I'm trying to think what it could have been. Him and Mo. Know, started, him
1: and Mo. Mo. I can't pronounce the name. Mozelek. They, uh, they obviously.
2: Just had, don't get along. Just
1: went like this. And he must have said, well, fuck you. And he said, okay, that's it.
2: Yeah, I'm guessing that, you know, there's a lot of times there's kind of that tension. Because everybody wants a manager now. And you see a lot of managers now that. They don't really make a lot of calls. They right. don't make their lineups. They don't. Right. They don't even set Pitching their bullpen decisions. moves. Who's yep. starting? And and when yep. the players come ask about it, they just point up top. Like, yep, it's out of my hands. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing Schilt wasn't like that. Right. And, but his team kept winning. You uh, know, I, this is a tough call.
1: And the other speculation was that because they had just announced that the entire coaching staff was back, and Schilt might not have agreed with that, might have wanted somebody canned. You know might want to replace somebody. So there was a lot of speculation, but I have still haven't heard anything definitive, like somebody that really knows what happened, but yeah, that's a shocker, man. But, uh, so, you know, wash has been re- mentioned with a couple of these, it's kind of more people speculating than anything, you know, yeah. like with the Padres and the Mets, both just failed with first time managers. So they speculate that maybe they'd bring in a veteran guy. So guys like Showalter Walter and Bochi are mentioned, and Wash is mentioned, but uh, I think Wash is going to stay here. I think he's. I don't think he's going to get one of those I do jobs. Too. Yeah, I think at sixty nine, I think most of these places want a younger guy that they can handle a little better. And I think Bochi, if they hire a veteran guy in San Diego, Bochi makes a lot of sense out there. That been there before, a uh, little younger. I, I I think he would be more the the guy if they do go the older route. And I could see the Mets going with like Showalter, you know. Who can well, handle New York. Handle New York, all that. I could see that if they want to go with an older guy. So, and I've already heard like Stubby Clap is the guy in St. Louis. Be the, you Canadian know, guy? Huh?
2: The Canadian guy?
1: Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know why that's, but that, I heard his name. So, we'll see. Um. For the, you know, for Wash's sake, I mean, you love the guy and you want what's best for him. He wants to manage again, so you wish he'd get a chance. But for selfish reasons, and if I'm the Braves, yeah. for selfish reasons as a writer, I want the guy here because I love talking to him, you know. Yeah. But if you're the Braves, he's so huge for them. You know, give him a little yeah. bit more bump in salary and say, look, here's we appreciate you You and, and this is, uh, yeah, you know.
2: Make the decision hard on him. You know, if he yeah. did get offered that, you'd say, yeah. well – what if we pay you that much? Yeah, because I think tough. he's worth it.
1: It's tough to turn that down because the managers make so much more than the coaches yeah. do. Yeah, but and and you know, you're a manager. You know, you know he loves what he's doing. But when you're a manager, you're a manager. And he, um, liked, I'm, I'm sure he loved it when it ended with the Rangers, took him to the World Series twice.
2: People play for wash too.
1: Oh yeah. So, all right, that's it. We'll talk again. Uh, should be a great series. Starts tonight. Friday here at uh, here in Atlanta, games one and two. Or Saturday, I me. Mean. Tonight uh, we're doing this a few hours. If you guys can pull yourself away from college football, I know the Braves fans will be because this, they've been waiting for this, and it's going to be good, man. It's going to be a good matchup, I think.
2: Yep, just want to see what happens.
1: Seven fifty-five is real. We are out.